Thank you for tuning in to the REC podcast presented by REC Comic Con Collectibles. I'm your host today, Roman Chavez, and with me as always... Eric Icarus. And thank you for joining us today. Uh, we want to have a little discussion today show. Um, kind of since this Fox-Disney acquisition has happened, uh, we want to talk about X-Men. Yeah. We want to talk about X-Men. And I know, we're only a few months away from Dark Phoenix coming out. We still have X-Men. It's a fresh open wound for us. <laughs> but uh, I want to know, what is your X-Men movie? What do you want to do? What's your team? Okay. Eric? We're going to go. We have to, uh, we have to do Xavier. So we're not counting Xavier. We're not counting Xavier. So yeah, we're gonna let's, go. let's do something like anywhere from five to seven X-Men. Sweet. Xavier's there, but... Separate but equal, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who's our team? Gotcha. Who's our people out in the field? All right. Well, I'm gonna have to go. Gotta have Cyclops. Okay. We go Cyclops, Gene, Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, and to round it out, have to have Storm. Have to have Kitty Pride. Interesting. Kitty Pride is going to be for me is like she's gonna be the new person on the team, and she's going to be the audience's eyes and ears to the. To this new school, everything, what she's feeling, we're going to get it through her. That's oh. where I'm going with this. So, that would be my team. <laughs> okay. How about you? Well, what? why that team, though? Like, why Cyclops? Why Gene? Why, right. why these you know, characters? I, obviously, Cyclops is going to, you just have to have him initially. Yeah. I think you know, he's going to basically be the old hand at this. Same with Gene. Got to have Gene. Okay. For the love relationship. You know, then... Do you mean for this to be, oh, we've already had an X-Men team? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to say it's been going for a little while, maybe not so much, um, maybe they've been underground for a while. Okay. You know, but... Uh, maybe explain why we haven't really seen the MC- X-Men in the right. MCU. Okay. Totally. Um, and then, uh, the reason I would like to have Cyclops, or um, Colossus, Nightcrawl, and Wolverine is, um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but in the Claremont years, there was, a, there was this awesome, like... Bromance between the three of them. Yeah. And I think it could be brought to the silver screen pretty well. I'd love yeah. to see that. I would like to see it too because I think as much as I love Hugh Jackman, who are Hugh, who's Hugh Jackman's buddy? Right. Who's, who's Wolverine's friend? Right. And that is a layer that I think that we are missing from the X-Men oh, totally. universe is that Wolverine doesn't really connect with anybody right. except for Rogue a little bit. A little bit. But like it's not really fleshed out. No. They don't do the classic... Oh, Wolverine takes me to Japan, and I learn things right. from this sage old man. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, you got, you know, you've got some some interesting characters there. Um, you will like the bromance. Why Gene? Why you know? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you know, obviously Scott and Gene. You, I, I think I'd love to see that romance told. Good. Told well for yeah. once, honestly. Told really, really good well. Right. Because <laughs> the way it's told in the comics, it's it's heartbreaking at times. Yeah. It's mm. great. The highs are high, the lows are low. Yeah. I want the people out there to experience that through, through the movies. Okay. Um, Storm is just a badass. We have not had a badass Storm. Yeah. We need a badass like, Storm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, in this in this day and age where we where we're we're light on, I like how you had you have three women on on your team oh, yeah, on your ex team. So in this in this time where we have you know women women of color and women of power, you know Storm is definitely that ambassador. She is the ambassador of all of that. You know, she's a queen where she's from. She's right. a goddess where yeah, she's yeah. from. You know, and, and I would like to see that too. I, and I, we get the uh, tie into Black Panther with her. Mm, I think we can set that up. We can set it up. I I would 
eventually like to see that oh. uh, that that marriage come to fruition. Oh, yeah. For and sure. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's gonna I be didn't cool. even think about that. Um, for me, I'm I'm gonna geek out on you a little bit more, I think. Uh, I have a, a similar team, not not exactly the same, and and I struggled with, with some of it. Um, I have Cyclops. Um, you know, for me, I need that tactician uh, the Boy Scout kind of the leadership role. You know, the teacher's pet. Yeah, yeah I need you need that. it. You need that. Um, I have uh, Nightcrawler. Um, I have Beast. Mm. I, I have Gambit. Cool. I have Good. Rogue. Oh. Gene and Wolverine. Okay. I kind of want. That's a pretty cool team. Though. You know, it, it's very reminiscent of the '90s, with the exception of Nightcrawler um, and well, really just Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, that was the team that really, from the from the X Men animated series, <clears throat> that team really resonated with me. I think that you know, with Cyclops, you have that tactician, and he's got you know long distance you know capabilities. Sure, sure. Uh, same thing with Gambit. Gambit's useful um, in close quarters and in, in some distance. Right. Now, granted, as far as he can throw, but that's still better than than somebody like Wolverine who who's not going to be able to get to you. Right. Um, I really tackled with with Gene or Psylocke. Um, huh. Because I like the idea of having a formidable fighter in sure, Psylocke, sure. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately I went with Gene because I do want that love triangle. Because in my story here, um, I want Wolverine to be the new X Men. Oh, or even I think I want Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and maybe Gambit to be the new the new members. Okay, uh, maybe Rogue's been at the school, right? Right. Um, you know, and we kind of introduce. You know, that kind of love interest with Rogue and Gambit, and then the triangle with Cyclops and Wolverine. Like you said, early on, when we when we did have that love triangle between Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey, it was it was less of a triangle, and Wolver- or more just Wolverine lusting after Jesse's girl. <laughs> there you know? go, right? Um, <laughs> and, but I think that, that it is interesting. The story that I want to tell is kind of a hodgepodge, modgepodge, however you say it, um... Of Giant Size X Men number one, and this story that was like later somewhat of a sequel to that called Second Genesis. Okay, and the idea is that Xavier, you know, he, you know, in in, in Giant Size X Men number one, oh god, nineteen seventy five or seventy six. Yeah, that's about seventy five. Yeah, um, Xavier has put together this new team to go rescue the original team of X-Men. Oh, that's right. They went yeah. onto the island of Krakoa, that's this right. living mutant island, and when you're there, your powers are somewhat negated, like the, the, the island like plays with your powers, oh, okay. and basically like kind of negates them. And so the X-Men get taken, but it lets uh, Cyclops go. So Cyclops is the only one who makes it out of there alive. And so we're he, so Xavier's trying to put a team together to go get the other X-Men. the other X Men. And in Giant Size X Men number one, that's when we have uh, for the first appearance of these characters on the team is Wolverine, Banshee, Colossus, Colossus, Warpath, uh, Thunderbird, 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 Storm, Sunfire. Oh yeah! Um, and they go and they rescue the X Men. Well, there's a story years later, and I'm talking 20, 30 years later, called uh, Deadly Genesis. Because on the cover of Giant Size X-Men number one, the, there's a literally a tagline that says Deadly Genesis on there. Oh. So this guy, uh, uh, Ed Brubaker, oh gosh, I think it's Ed Brubaker. I should have wrote notes. I think it's Ed Brubaker <laughs> does this story, and he calls it Deadly Genesis. And the, the idea behind the story was when he puts that team, to, when Xavier puts that team together of... Uh, Wolverine and Colossus and all that, that's not his first attempt at trying to save the original oh. X-Men. That he sends another team and they all 
die. So this they is are, like the third attempt. This is the this is well the second attempt oh. to, to, to rescue the team, oh but God. the third team. And not only does Xavier uh, you know fail at training these people, um, he kind of puts them through like a fake uh, psychic training to where they feel like they've been training for months, but they just don't have right. the, the skills, and they just they all get murdered on this island. Oh. So I kind of want to set that. You're, kinda, you're going dark. I kind of want that dark right seed of Xavier. Bat. I, I kind of want that. They keep forcing it in comics, like, oh, Xavier messes with people's minds, and like oh. even Scott was a, a part of that team, and Xavier makes him forget oh, okay. that he was that he had already okay. went. So I would like to kind of set that up a little bit, just to kind of borrow a, a taste from DC, but show you know use the MCU, show DC how to do a dark story. There you go. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like that kind That's of cool, mix of, of characters, and I like the idea. Totally. Um, I would also like to see them bring in you know some villains we haven't really seen oh, yet. Totally. totally. And. For me, Mr. Sinister, oh, that's, dude. that's my dude. villain. Yeah. And I think that we have a, a really good vehicle to have, you know, in the comics, Mr. Sinister, he likes to collect DNA from other mutants right, right. to kind of make these mutates, yeah. these, you know, kind of mutants that he's created. So that's a good he's way like for us. He's Sid from Toy Story. You know? <laughs> oh my God, he is like Sid from Toy Story. Oh, sweet Lord. <laughs> and Andy is Xavier. Yeah, just go, like right? bringing everybody collecting in, in, collecting all the toys and the, the mutants. He's safe here. Yeah. And uh, and I and I think that we could use Sinister, and it would be a good vehicle to show us other mutants that that either he has and he's just like constantly extracting DNA okay. from. So All we right. get we get other characters, or even maybe Xavier and Magneto separately are trying to get at Sinister, right, to free these mutants. And some go with Xavier, some go with, with Magneto, Magneto. That's something cool. like that, something like it. that. I I think the story I'd like to tell is based off of God Loves, Man Kills. Ooh, uh, classic. Chris, Chris Claremont, again, yeah. I just I love the guy. Yeah. Um, I think this would set up, uh, or establish rather, that the X-Men aren't the Avengers. Like, yeah. they, they are a hated group. They're not beloved like our Avengers. And uh, um, it shows that there is prejudice. Yeah. And that and that book is essentially all, all prejudice. <laughs> I, it sets I, it up really good as far as like, okay... Um, no, they don't. This is not Captain America. This is not Iron Man. These are essentially people that are, are creatures rather in their eyes that are below them, or because yeah. they're, they're terrified of them. Yeah. So, and I think this would be a good way to bring in the Sentinels, Ooh. legit, real, kind of look old school looking Sentinels that, you know, people are terrified of the mutants. Like the government needs to enact a plan to capture them or keep them under wraps or keep them contained. Why not bring in the Sentinels, you know? I yeah, this would be a good vehicle for that. I don't think we've know? gotten a fair shake of the Sentinels. No, you know, in days this of, future past, we right, saw them. Okay, right. But, I mean, I kind of want that Holt mutant, yeah, you know, lasers totally. and, and all that. that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, like what, if you watch Space uh, Odyssey 2001, Hal's voice is terrifying because it's just monotone. Yeah. I want that monotone, soulless voice going after these mutants. Because you can reason, you can reason, reason with, with Magneto. Yeah. You can reason with Magneto. Absolutely. But you can't reason with a machine. Nope. Interesting. I, I, I could be into that too. You know, uh, again, we're, we're on this show, we will probably constantly reference Batman the Animated Series and X-Men the Animated <laughs> oh, absolutely. Series. And Corey right, Stones were you. X-Men the Animated Series, the first two episodes are called Night of the Sentinels. That's okay. right. Yeah. Part one and Night of the Sentinels part two. That's right. They're kind of our, for, and Magneto's in them as well. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, they're our kind of foyer 
are de facto villains right off right. the bat. Right. And they're always, always, always engaging. Yes. Um, especially when we get deeper into the stuff with Master Mold well, and then dude. future Sentinels. Like, like Nimrod and, yeah. and, and, and the, uh, you know, and the like. I, I like that. I would like to get, I would like the Sentinels. Right. I, I would. Because as much as I think we love Magneto, um, we need to, we need we something else. A little yeah. Bit, you know? yeah. We need a remix. We need to get to Magneto and, Maybe not care as, uh, about Magneto as much as we have in terms of you know we like Ian Kellen. yeah stuff like that you know the yeah I think the, the kind of soulless I think robot fi- thing right I think finding Magneto in my first movie he's almost siding with the X Men yeah. because of the Sentinels yeah and then maybe at the end of the movie Charles is seeing his you know deadly force ways like he's like oh man you need to chill out Eric like yeah. you know you're, you're killing these people and then maybe that's what causes the schism that would be interesting to you see know. it more of a we had a falling out back in the day yeah we have a common goal in rescuing mutants now but we have different and then we get the the, the brotherhood of evil yeah. the brotherhood, brotherhood yeah is, 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 they're is, not, they don't consider themselves evil no not at all yeah not, I always like, thought that was strange like, like on the Old comics, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Why would you call yourself that? I, I think it's a PR nightmare. I think Stan was Stan was just trying to really like hammer it home. Yeah, because you know for the longest time Magneto's more about mutant superiority, sure, more than anything, right? So, which is funny being a Holocaust survivor, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, the man these teams. Uh, and I would like to see multiple teams. Eventually. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what was very hot in the '90s were these the X Men Blue team and the X Men Gold team. Yeah, we go even further with X Factor, X Factor, X Force, Excalibur. We the X Men universe is every bit as vast as the Avengers oh, universe, even more if so. not bigger. I'd yes, say more so. And I think Fox really screwed the pooch when they chose oh, to really just keep it Earth bound, oh. North America bound. They could have done everything. Shh. That the Avengers did and more. Did it 10 years ago. Did it 10 years ago. Had had our space odyssey. Oh, yeah. You know, not these uh, these poor attempts at Dark Phoenix stuff. Oh, man. You know, we're, we'll talk more about the, the Dark Phoenix and everything later. Um, especially when we get closer to the, to the new film. But... Yeah, I, I think Fox really shot themselves in the foot, and they could have they could have been the guys. Oh yeah, they could have been out trailblazing right now. Man. They could have been cranking out billion dollar movies Easily. years ago. Easily, if they paid attention, they had so many characters, just so many mutants, and, and then we got Kevin Feige in Marvel Studios being like, "Hey guys, you guys want to watch Iron Man? Because <laughs> it's great." Yeah, and then okay, I'm going to parlay that into maybe getting a Cap and a Thor movie. Okay, all right, you guys like Hulk? Well, we kind of got him too, you know. <laughs> And whereas Fox Fox had all the cards, they, they had, had all fifty two cards, and they couldn't play a game. Nope, they couldn't play a single nope. game. I mean, to be fair, first class was pretty legit. Yeah, you know, I, I did rewatch the first three X Men, and they uh, unfortunately they don't hold up. There's some cool, parts. not even X two. X two doesn't hold up for you. <laughs> the, the, the mansion scene, yeah, and that's it. Wolverine going berserk in the mansion, and maybe Magneto's escape. The amount of times that the Fox X-Men movies teased me with Colossus. It's just really upsetting. Because, man, when he shows up in X2 and he oh, busts through that wall with man. those guys and, That's chill. and armors I up, chills, oh my gosh. still get chills. For and I love it when he's like, you know, tell Wolverine, hey, I you know, I can help you. Help you. Help and them. Wolverine's help them. Which is cool. Great, great Wolverine That's a good stuff. Wolverine line. But it's just like, man, we're really just tiptoeing around how cool Colossus could be. At least in Days of Future Past, we got to see him fight more. Sure. But, you know, we also get to see him die, like, a lot. Right. <laughs> An uncomfortable And amount. it's funny, the best interpretation of Colossus is in Deadpool. It's definitely the most accurate in terms right. of like, look. Kind he's of, a gentle giant. Yeah. He's more poetic. Which is great. I want 
them to yeah. dive into that. Because he's like an artist in the comics, right? He's a poet. Yeah, he's I think he's an artist, artist too. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, there's so much, st- you know, they, we've got, we'll have what? Including Wolverine movies, nine or ten X-Men films. Yeah, something like that. Too. And yeah. very little has source material from the comics. No. And they're all basically Wolverine movies. Yeah. Aside from first and class. poor Wolverine movies. If Hugh Jackman wasn't so charismatic as his character. Those movies would have crashed and burned. They would have crashed and burned. You know, he gets serious after X1. He gets jacked oh, for X2. Right, does all the human growth hormone, I would imagine. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. But he's, I mean, you're bigger and I'm bigger than he was in X1. <laughs> X1, that guy is not intimidating at all. But by the time we see him in in uh, Days of Future Past, dude, that guy is, he's got veins on top of veins, <laughs> you know? You know, he's, 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 a, he's veined he's a out. He's a monster, yeah. dude. But even in the first one, I think he was, he was legit ferocious in that cage fight scene yeah he's fer- I can buy because in his eyes yeah, yeah but he's ferocious the way that a starving person is ferocious <laughs> like where it's like, yeah like a crackhead might be ferocious <laughs> where it's like you come in between them and the thing that they want like I would love to see that scene rehashed with his jacked body yeah because he was not uh, he's so dainty <laughs> yeah in the you, first movie right but he seldom you don't notice it nope. until you see him later yeah you know in, in later films he's, you're like oh like he did project Wolverine well. hell yeah uh, what are, what are some stories that you would that I think would need to be adapted need to be need to happen in the X Men franchise okay. from here on out? Straight up, gotta do the Dark Phoenix justice. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm I, I know I'm speculating, but I think this movie is gonna Fox's movie. It's it's gonna crash and burn. I don't think it's gonna crash and burn. But I, I don't think I, it's, it's not gonna, gonna be its best foot no. forward. We have to get. I, I want the Star Jammers. Oh God, I want. Some. I want Lalandra. I want Gladiator. Yeah. You know, I want this done. Yeah, I want the Imperial. I want this done right. Yeah. In in the comic books, the the reason we care, and I'll and I'll reiterate this again in our Dark Phoenix episode. Yeah, totally. We have to care that Gene becomes the Dark Phoenix, and the reason we care that Gene becomes a Dark Phoenix is because for the longest time she's the Phoenix. Right. She sacrifices. She. Uh, she saves this like uh, uh, NASA crew, this astronaut crew, right, right. and then she's just a powerful member of the team for a while. But as the book goes on, the series goes on, we start to see some darker things right. there because the Slowly Phoenix corrupts her. Yeah, and then absolute power corrupting right. absolute. That's where you go, man. And, and you have, we need to see that. You have our, you know, she was the quintessential girl next door. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's. You know, it's it's a symbolism for for womanhood and sure, like discovering sure. who you are sure, yeah. and not having to listen to some bald man in a chair. There you go, right? And you know, it's heartbreaking when she becomes the Dark Phoenix yeah. because we know we know Jean Grey as this as this oh, one yeah. thing, yep. and then oh, you get this extra power and you're doing even better things, right? But then you turn. Yep. And I, I don't want to delve too dark deep into the the Phoenix stuff because again, we'll, we'll get talk to about it. it yeah, later. for sure. I just you know. We don't care about Famke Jensen's uh, Jean Grey turning no. because we don't really get to know we don't, her. Don't, don't know a single thing about her. Uh, Sophie Turner, I'm not a fan of her work in general. She's right, just right. not somebody that does anything for me as an actress. I'm not right. saying she's bad. She just doesn't do anything for me. Right. And she's, you know, playing my favorite character in <laughs> right. comics. And it's just, it's hard for me to relate. It's hard for sure. me to identify. And she's just going to go, you know, we had the flash of it in, in Apocalypse. And then now she's going to be full on Dark Phoenix. And again, boom, boom, boom. I don't care about. I don't care about her gene. I don't care about her Dark Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. There's Um, no build up to it. Yeah, yeah. You have to give us an emotional attachment. That's why those MCU films are are great. We get to know these characters over time. Mm -hmm. We fall in love with them. Yeah. And then, then when they fall, they fall hard, and we fall with them. 
I, then we rise back up with them. It's I amazing. I only met one group of people and a couple that didn't know that Bucky was the Winter Soldier. So oh, really? When, yeah, so when the reveal that's happened cool. for them, that's so cool. it blew their mind. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. And I can't even imagine how... I can't tell you how jealous I am of that. Right, right. Now, when I read the comic book, and cool. I didn't know... Oh, yeah, like that, I had that feeling. Sure. But to be somebody who doesn't read comics, to watch these movies, to just assume, oh, Bucky died on this train. Right, right. And then to have him come back what and be... And they hide it well in they the do. movie if you do. don't know. If you don't know. If, if you, you don't, don't know what know. you're looking for, then yeah. it's hid very well. You know, they he's talking in Russian, he's yep. doing all of these things. Oh, man. Uh, what is, so, you, you I, I agree with you completely. Oh, yeah. need to, I want to see a Phoenix Saga and a Dark Phoenix I Saga. I want to see some Savage Land stuff. Interesting. I really do. Which we can do a la X-Men animated series. There you go. You know, we can have, maybe this is where Magneto's been. Right. And, okay, I'm into that. I'm into that. Maybe that's where his mutant sanctuary is. Yeah. It's to cut off from man, where Xavier's trying to integrate with man. Ah, he's so, making his utopia. Yeah, in Savage yeah. Land. So I, I think that'd be kind of cool. And we get Kazar then. Default. Yeah, we okay. can default into, we can into some it. Kazar. Yeah. Um, I'd like to maybe do um, Joss's run on Astonishing. Oh my gosh. That would be yes. like just some um, heart heartstring pulling stuff yeah. in there, you know. So that would work well with your that would work well with your Colossus thing. Yeah. With your team. Oh my god. Yeah. And then also we could do the legacy virus. We can have oh, Colossus. Yeah. Literally, we can do another fifteen years of X Men movies easily. Easily. Without even batting a, a fatal attractions. Boom. You know, Wolverine getting his adamant like we all all they did was tease us with it yeah. in the X Men movies. Right. But when Magneto rips the adamantium from Wolverine's body. If Jean wasn't there, he'd be dead. Oh yeah, she's just holding his body together yeah. with her with her telekinesis. Exactly. It is. Uh, that was probably the biggest like oh crap moment when and I was reading comics. Right for when our I was generation. Yeah, that, was, that was the, that was it. I just could not believe that that yeah. could happen, and it never dawned on me that that could happen. Right. And I want to care. Like I want to care that Magneto does it. I want to care that it happens to right. Wolverine, and I want. I want that moment. Well, for sure. Oh, man, I want that moment. Yeah, it'd be... Oh, man. That'd yeah. be so cool. Jo- like you said, Joss's Astonishing X-Men run for my money. The, those 25 issues of, of Joss's Astonishing X-Men is my favorite 25 issues. Oh, yeah. Um, you have to be a seasoned vet to understand everything that's going on in the story. But if you are, oh, my gosh. It's, it is, it's pretty insane. It's touching. It's so it's, cool. It's beautiful. Um, it's got one of the only moments... In comic books, where I've actually teared up. Oh, really? Was the kitty, kitty thing? Oh my gosh! I mean, we'll talk about it probably in a different episode. But yeah, uh, we we might have to do an episode just yeah. on I like Joss's like, astonishing. Yeah, I remember when you gave it to me, yeah. and you're like, "You have to read this." Yeah, and was, I wasn't even reading comics at the time. Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah, legit. I was like, "Ooh, man, that's that's ripping my heart." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So you know, for for you casual fans out there, and I had, there was a time in my life where I. I didn't. I dismissed the casual fan, just the movie fan. But now these movies have become such a part of the pop culture fabric oh, yeah. that the movie fans are every bit as passionate yeah. as the comic book Absolutely. fans. You know, there was a point in my life where I was irritated by just the movie fans because sure. you know this was this thing that was that was, was mine. Yeah. That was mine. That like. You know, you guys didn't think it was cool enough to read, but right. now now that it's on the movies, it's you like, guys can oh, digest wow. it. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, however people enjoy the right. genre. Enjoy like, it. Yeah. Who am I to say you can't enjoy something? Sure, sure. You know? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that that's, you know, where we need to go. Those oh, are yeah. some good ideas. And I, and I think that the guys over at the MCU, <coughs> excuse me, will look into that. Oh, big time. 
I think we're gonna have to talk about Fantastic Four. I'm not prepared to talk about it today. I want to do oh, a little yeah. bit of do a little bit of a soul searching totally, and research. Totally. I, I would like to talk more about that. We were gonna have a guest on today, our, our buddy Andy, um, but he unfortunately could not make it. Yeah, so I think bummer. that we'll have to have a part two at some point where we yeah, talk yeah, more. Apparently he had some good ideas. Yeah, I wasn't present. He had some very interesting so. ideas. I don't want to give away his 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 topics, but. He's a X-Men fan, uh, died in the wool, and uh, I think he could really contribute to this conversation. Um, with that today, I think that that's our X-Men episode. Yeah. You know, we'll get more in-depth in this as soon as the dust starts to settle. Do a nice fan cast. What? Yeah, I would love to. You know, you got your X-Men team. I want you to cast, oh. you know, who, who do you want? Who, oh, do, who are these people? Um, and, you know, once they, there starts being some actual news from the, the MCU, from Marvel Studios, on what they want to do. You know, we'll definitely have far more oh, yeah, to talk for about. Sure. Uh, that's been our show today. Uh, we hope that you liked it. And if you did, please hit the like button. Please. And uh, subscribe if you've got any comments. Definitely leave them yeah. in. We'd love to hear from talk you. To us. And uh, Eric, what did you learn today? Man, I, I just learned that I'm turning more and more to a geek every time I come over here. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. In a good that, way. That's the plan. That's the plan. Uh, How about you? I learned that I feel think that my children might be taking their children to watch X-Men movies. Oh, you think it's going to be... I mean, we have every... You know, right now we're at, uh, you know, 10 years of Marvel Studios. Dude, And, right. you know, in another 10, 15 years, where, where are we going to be? That's so, true. Where are we going to be? That's very true. And... That's not even... Think about yeah, that, dude. That's like, insane. We could be... This is this has been nothing but good for us in terms of uh, the Disney, MCU, oh, Fox yeah, deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and we haven't even barely got started. No. We haven't barely got We're started. Scratching the surface. So that's been our show. Thank you for listening. I have been Roman Chavez. Eric Icarus. And thank you.